Welcome to the Jacked on the Beanstalk Vegan Podcast, hosted by the Shorky Sisters. Repping the vegan hippie meatheads of the world is Sam, the first ever vegan World Naturals Bikini Pro, coach, author, and blogger, who's got an ass that's out of this world. Repping the busy, tired moms of the world is Sarah, and her ass is, well, mediocre. Together, they're on a mission to live with purpose and unlock the mysteries of a healthy mind, body, and spirit. So grab a seat in the back of Sarah's minivan and enjoy the ride. What is up, everybody? And welcome to the 33rd episode of the Jacked on the Beanstalk podcast. And you know, guys, I gotta say that this is perhaps one of the most anticipated episodes we have ever done. And that's in my opinion, anyway, maybe not you, Sarah. I can barely contain my excitement. But I am super excited for the interview that we are doing today. I have been wanting to record a podcast about this topic for a while. And the reason that I've been wanting to do this and why I'm so excited is because this is something that has actually caused me a lot of stress and anxiety over the years. It is something that I have also researched a crap load over the years. And for whatever reason, there is like all Pinterest aside, there is like no information available. And today, folks, we are talking about fashion on the podcast and more specifically, how to dress a muscular female body, such as mine, of course, to look more feminine. And as we know, whenever we have guests, I always use it to uh, help myself out because I am the host of this podcast. And I'm just assuming that everybody listening probably is into the same kind of stuff that I am. So hope you guys enjoy this as well. Yeah, and dressing a muscular frame is a huge problem for me. Yeah, Sarah, what would you say is your biggest fashion problem or what do you struggle with when it comes to dressing your body and uh, feeling good in your clothes? Uh, I would say having a sister give me nice clothes that aren't realistic for my body. (laughs) (laughs) And are you referring to the uh, apparent huge gut of yours that you are so convinced exists, but I've yet to see? Because uh, I don't think you realize, and maybe our listeners don't even realize, that you are actually quite petite, Sarah. Maybe I just know how to dress my body. <laughs> um, Zing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess the gut I'm referring to is, is probably more of a uh, varying degrees of a muffin top. And I don't think you can relate to having fat on your stomach. Like the other day, you brought me a shirt that was really nice, like style-wise, and a really nice color, and anybody would probably be happy to get the shirt. Yeah, I sold it on Facebook Marketplace <laughs> yesterday for 15 bucks. Yeah, except for the fact that it was like loose around the top and tight around the abdominal area. Yeah, I mostly need something a little, a little different. Loose around the abdominal area, <laughs> and baggy tight around the top I don't care and see the reason I was getting rid of it is because the boat style neckline makes my already broad and jacked shoulders appear even more jacked and huge whereas I couldn't care less how tight the waist on it is yeah okay here's the thing I'm not one of these people who are like oh my fat gut I'm so fat I'm so fat um (laughs) 
But I have had two children, and the second one of which stretched the shit out of my stomach um, beyond anything you would think possible, really. Uh, so much <laughs> so that, yeah, <laughs> my OB would be like, oh, the skin it is so thin, it's so thin. <laughs> yeah, so the nice flat stomach that I once had is not coming back, and I'm okay with it. I've lit a candle, I've moved on, <laughs> I'm over it, and I would much rather have my two wonderful children than, you know, my perfect abs. Yeah, but either way, I'm not wearing shirts that are going to announce to the whole world, like, look at me in all my muffin top glory. <laughs> oh, do you know the muffin man? All right, well, Siri, man. then you should be just as excited as I am for this episode then, and that is because, of course, we have an awesome professional stylist and fashionista joining us today. And this talented local Ottawa babe knows far better than us Shorky sisters how to decrease your flabby muffin top and my massive quarterback shoulders. <laughs> her name is Natalie Vu, and I was actually introduced to her through a mutual photographer friend. I was doing a uh, vegan queen style photo shoot a couple years ago and the gorgeous goddess gown that I was wearing complete with a beautiful accompanying headpiece was designed and styled by Ms. Natalie and well basically guys as soon as I had the idea to make a podcast all about fashion for fit bodies I knew that Natalie would make a great guest expert so let's get on with this already and introduce the lovely and incredibly insightful talented Natalie Vu to the podcast. Hi Natalie. Hey everybody. Welcome and thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Why don't you fill us in on what exactly you do as a stylist and fashion designer and how did you even get into this career in the first place? I love this question because I get to talk about my childhood. Basically, I was raised by a seamstress. My mom was always sewing growing up, so I was kind of around sewing machines all my life. In Vietnam, that's where I'm from, my grandmother, she owns a fabric store and uh, it's part of her house. So whenever we would visit, I would always be around fabric all the time. And yeah, just growing up, I would cut my Barbie's clothes and alter them in ways that I thought looked better <laughs> than what the stores had. Yeah, I guess it's just something that stuck with me. And then when I got older, I decided to go to fashion school. And then here I am just styling models for magazines or making dresses on my off time. Yeah, lots of evening wear wedding dresses, that kind of stuff. Natalie, what are the top three fashion faux pas that you see that we should all be aware of right this second and never, ever, ever commit them? Well, in my opinion, definitely a big no-no is nude color or skin color leggings that are the same <laughs> color as you. Because from afar, you always look naked from the bottom down. Um, second, I would say cotton socks with strappy sandals. I know in Europe, some people like this look, but for me, I never think it's okay. Mm -hmm. I just think it's two looks that just don't really go together. Um, and lastly, wearing too many layers. I don't know if you've ever seen someone wear like um, leggings under their jean shorts, for right. example, like sometimes too many layers, you know, it's, it's, distracts the eye even in in freezing cold ottawa i would skip the shorts then <laughs> if that's the case yeah i would skip the shorts for sure um maybe just wear leggings under jeans you know if it's too cold but yeah. uh the shorts kind of throw it off 
So let's say somebody hires you as their own personal stylist. When you're looking to update somebody's wardrobe and say you're going through their closet, what things are you likely to pitch immediately versus what sort of staple items would you try to keep and work with for them? First off, I would say that I would ditch anything that no longer fits. I know a lot of us go through changes and we like to hang on to pieces sometimes that we wish we could fit into again. Um, So if you haven't worn it in the past three years, that's my kind of rule to go to. I would say you ditch it. Anything that's damaged, like maybe there's a rip in it and you're hoping one day you're going to fix it. That day is probably not going to come and it's going to sit in your closet for a long time. So I would say ditch those things, damaged items, things you haven't worn in three years and things that no longer fit. And then everything else you can kind of work with. So, you know, like if it still fits, you can hang on to it. There's no damages. You know, you can always rewear it. Um, Anything that looks flattering on you, but like what you do, sell the stuff, get some money and buy yourself some new stuff. You know, that's what I like. So do you ever base it around like what's in style because I would imagine like three years, the styles are going to change quite a bit. And yeah. is something likely to still look good after three years? Yeah, I mean, styles come and go. But for the most part, you know, they always come back, right? So right. even if you had something three years ago that is no longer in style, you can still rock it. You know, it doesn't, not everyone has to wear it. You can still make it look good. Right. And would you say like color makes a difference or certain fabrics or, or patterns, you know, are outdated? Or No, I love all patterns and colors and I think that at any year depending on yourself if you're confident in it you can rock it doesn't matter what's in season I like that and it reminds me of one time our brother Jeff was wearing a hat that I bought him for Christmas and it looked really good but you could tell he felt uncomfortable (laughs) wearing it and apparently someone at work said to him dude that hat is wearing you you are not wearing the hat (laughs) so I think it's really important that you know you can basically rock anything but you you gotta own it yeah absolutely yeah So I'm sure that you would agree with me then that quality should always trump quantity when it comes to creating a solid wardrobe we all love and that will last. And for me personally, I get asked all the time, you know, what are the best leggings and and being living at the gym? It's so tragic how often I see women uh, just wearing leggings that are clearly cheap and see-through and I'm staring at their thongs and their uh, (laughs) private parts as they're squatting and, you know, leggings is something that you just do not want to cheap out on. So I always go for something like Lululemon's. They are more expensive, but they're going to last. First of all, stop buying cheap shit just because it's a good deal. Definitely agree. Yeah. Quality is always important. I mean, you get what you pay for. That's what I always tell my clients is that, you know, you can cheap out. You can buy something that's cheaper, but don't expect it to last. You can invest a little more into something with better quality. Nobody will see your underwear as you're doing squats and you'll feel much better when you wash it and it comes out normal and not ruined. Exactly. Yeah. Something that I personally have struggled with and you did mention about if it doesn't fit, you get rid of it. For me, being a competitor for a few years and, and you know, adding muscle and, and I've, I, you know, most women say that they fluctuate kind of 10 pounds, but for me, it can be as much as like 25 pounds, uh, depending how much I binge after <laughs> competition, slight exaggeration. 
as a fitness professional, speaking from a psychological point of view, I don't think it's healthy as well to hold on to these two small pieces, believing that one day I'll fit into them. And truthfully, I sold all of my uh, two small Lululemons on Facebook Marketplace. (laughs) I absolutely agree. So it's never healthy to hold on to things in hopes of one day fitting into it because you never know if that day is going to come. Now, if you're a fitness professional and you're constantly, you know, going up in weight, losing the weight, going up in weight, I would suggest keeping a few older items just so that, you know, when you do lose the weight or gain the weight, you can still fit into some stuff. But your method is very good. I would say sell it. Um, Facebook Marketplace is a good one. Anything (laughs) online, there's lots of groups you know, people will buy stuff off of you in your area or whatnot, and then you can collect some cash and invest in some new stuff. Are there any other apps that you would recommend? Because I only know about Kijiji or Facebook Marketplace. Okay, yeah. Well, I mean, every I think every area has its own group. It might not necessarily be Facebook Marketplace, but I know there's like different cities there would be a facebook group that's a buy and sell group and of course kijiji is a good one as well if you have a lot of stuff you can even start like kind of an instagram and do like a consignment where you're just constantly buying and selling your own clothes like some people have done that so that's kind of a good method don't give her any ideas (laughs) (laughs) i have a friend though who does that actually she had a severe shopping addiction and uh, <laughs> she's turned it into a business now. Yeah, no, people are, would, would love deals, right? So they would love to buy your stuff for sure. On that note, it made me picture a girl I saw at the gym yesterday who had a great shape, but she was a bit thicker. And the leggings she was wearing, like she squeezed into them. Oh man, they were sheer. And, you know, like, honey, size it up. So speaking of those who have gained weight, and since Sarah is getting uh, quiet over here in the corner. What the hell is this? Um, Well, no, I'm trying to help you address the muffin top issue. Actually, I almost said I wear jeans because it sucks everything together. Nobody knows where the flab is, but maybe that's what forces the muffin top to come. Yeah, for sure, because high-waisted leggings are a a muffin top's best friend. I'm a jeans girl, and the high-waisted jeans, they just... They're two mom jeans. What? How no. about jeggings? Hmm? Yeah, mix there of you both. go. Mm-hmm. I have a pair I never wear. I was going to sell them on Facebook Marketplace, but I'll give them to you instead, Sarah. Yeah, would they have fit me 10 years ago, or are they going to fit me now? Well, they fit my giant ass, so they'll fit your mediocre gut. ass <laughs> in muffin tops. My gut makes up for your ass. Is that <laughs> what are your tips and suggestions for maybe uh, both women and the men who are listening? How can they look leaner and perhaps longer? Because Sarah is a short arse, like you, Natalie. You're, I'm the tall one of the group, everybody. Yeah, I'm 4'11", so to look taller. Then I'm tall. (laughs) So you've mastered this one then. All right, let's hear it. So I definitely say vertical stripes, like they all say, makes you look taller. I am a big fan of wearing jeggings or like a thick leggings. And I like to put my tops kind of tucked in to kind of elongate my legs. Mm. So that's kind of a good method. They're a little bit more expensive. They're about like 40, 50 bucks. But they actually are very thick. So it's not really a legging. It kind of feels like a skinny pants really high-waisted where it's like got kind of like an elastic band around the waist so it kind of pulls everything in I mean I don't have a six-pack like you you know I I like to sometimes wear something to kind of pull everything in and 
dressier ones, you'll see ones with like zippers or, you know, maybe some pleather patches or something. Those kind of look more dressier, less gym-like. So mm-hmm. that's kind of an option for you. There's a few stores that, I mean, if you really look around, you can definitely find some for sure. With all the money I made on Facebook Marketplace, <laughs> I'm definitely going to check out Susie Shear and Dynamite. So to look taller, so like I said, we have the vertical stripes. Um, of course, wearing black makes you look thinner. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that. High heels helps, of course, you know, wearing a, Sarah putting a little will heel. never wear heels. If I go to a wedding, I will. That's about it. Yeah, I'm pretty much that's, that's it from looking taller. Right. Okay. Yeah. One thing I've always wondered about is being short. I've always thought that the whole long tunic style uh, would make me look shorter. Yes. But I noticed that you're you're wearing a long sweater. Well, this is just an overcoat sweater. Um, it's just like a wool overcoat. And I, I wear it to work and stuff, but I'm not trying to look taller. But okay. normally I would, if I were to, I, I would wear more of a crop jacket to kind oh, of elongate okay. right. um, but yes if I if I'm not caring if I look short um, I and I wear flat shoes and I just kind of wear an oversized sweater so I just look extra small <laughs> oh, okay if there must be some time that you come across where whatever the style is it just doesn't suit a person's body or maybe they just can't pull it off what would happen if there's a specific trendy style that just doesn't work on your body Yeah, that's a tough one. Like for me, for example, a trend that I love is they're called T-length dresses. So they go to above your ankle, but below the knee. I could never rock those. Because yeah. if I if I wore that, I would look like a little mushroom. Because <laughs> Who the hell just, could rock that, though? That there's people that are definitely your height or higher, you know, 5'5 five, five or higher. And they, they can rock it really well. But mm. me at 4'11", it's impossible. That skirt on me will be to the floor. Right. <laughs> it would not fall where it needs to fall. So in this case, I try not to wear something that doesn't look flattering on me. Of course, a lot of companies, they do try to cater to every person, you know, in some way or another. But I would just find a replacement. Like if it doesn't fall nice there, either go for a maxi, make it go all the way down, or make it go shorter to the knee, you know, and and just kind of find something that is looking similar, but not necessarily that specific style, just because unfortunately, not every style everyone can rock right right what about those of us who aren't big people but we're pretty damned jacked I have boulder shoulders tree trunk thighs and a super tiny waist and it's funny you mentioned the crop jacket because I find crop tops look good on me and crop jackets because they emphasize the small waist yeah But yeah, obviously I've accepted that jeans will never fit me in the same way ever again, nor will they ever be as comfortable and form-flattering as my Lululemons. Meanwhile, high-waisted stuff are a godsend for me. But yeah, outside of the gym, I'd love to know, do you have any suggestions on what style of dress or shirt or what length of skirt I should wear to make me feel less Hulk-like and more soft and feminine? Yeah, definitely. So for your body type, Sam, I would say flowy mini skirt, something that starts around the waist, hugs your waist, and then just flows down. An A-line skirt, even, you know, even you can wear a tight one too, because then your hips, you know, and thighs will make you have that hourglass shape. So well, that's always nice. Because I have a huge ass, exactly. I thought 
exactly. the tight was better. Exactly. No, tight is good. Short. Um, if it's flowy, make it short because you don't want to make yourself look shorter, right? So if it's a short mini skirt and it's flowy, that's a great summertime look. Match it with a tank top, and then there's your feminine look right there. Jeggings is a huge lifesaver because if you can't find a pair of jeans that fit you nicely and you don't want to wear leggings, it's kind of an in between, you know, and it really gives you a nice hourglass look, and and you can pretty much put any top tucked in to it and then there's your hourglass body okay, to show cool. off yeah i think the last time i wore a flowy short skirt was to the airport to visit my boyfriend at the time and i got customs pulled me aside and i was looking hot in that flowy <laughs> mini skirt they thought i was an escort and they went through all of my belongings and i had to explain to them no i'm a vegan trainer and nutrition coach and they weren't buying it uh, i almost missed my flight and i had to show them my website to prove to them that i was legit and they were going through my suitcase and they're like what is this i'm like it's tempeh it's fermented soy and it was a horrible experience but at the end i was like it's just because i'm so hot and i'm traveling by myself so i blame that flowy mini skirt yeah note to self don't look hot at the airport i guess eh? <laughs> Now, I really don't want to neglect our male listeners who could possibly have the complete opposite problem as me and are wondering how can they dress to look more jacked? So do you have any tips and ideas for for my bros listening, for my scrawny vegan bros? <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, for males, it's pretty easy. Uh, V-neck is the godsend for men. Any V-neck will make your chest look super huge. And you know what? It's super comfortable, too. I always love a v-neck over like a round neck you know or a boat neck i just find the v-neck just makes your chest look much bigger um so would you say for women we if i already have a big chest then oh yeah well not me it's not boobs i'm talking pecs guys (laughs) yeah show a little of that in a v-neck and you'll feel very confident for sure um i mean of course wearing white always makes you look wider just as how black makes you look thinner wearing white will make you look a little bigger too um you know something fitted something fitted around the waist and maybe the arms you know to show off those muscles for the men do they make jeggings for men (laughs) (laughs) i think men should stay away from the jeggings but i find any jogging pant usually will accentuate around the butt area EC3 when he wears just some some loose baggy joggers. Anything else? Uh, yeah, so, you know, slim fitted shirt, something tight around the biceps. Pretty much that's it. If you want to wear like some patterns or some, you know, stripes, make sure they're horizontal. Maybe it'll give you a little bit of a wider, you know, waist. Um, and, you know, something, some patterns usually distract the eye anyway. So it just kind of gets the, the lady's attention, I should say, uh, at the gym. Yeah. All right. So while you're mentioning the ladies at the gym, let's talk workout clothes for a minute here. So, I'm sure there are plenty of our listeners who are thinking, it's the gym, who gives a shit what you look like? And wear the same shorts every workout and whatever Al's hardware sloppy t-shirt they got for free and it's clean and ready to wear. 
But then there are the egomaniacs like myself who literally live in gym clothes and I honestly, guys, get better workouts in when I am fully color coordinated and feeling extra sexy and badass. So I would also like to emphasize the importance again by high quality leggings, guys. Uh, But I guess I'm just looking out for my listeners who, unlike me, tend to feel self-conscious at the gym or they don't even want to be there in the first place like Sarah, perhaps. So Natalie, do you have any tips for them on how they can dress for the gym and feel strong and confident whilst working out? I'm definitely more like Sarah. Uh, If I go (laughs) to the gym, I'm hoping nobody's looking at me because I'm not looking very sexy. So you're in the Al's hardware shirt? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Even though you're a stylist, really? (laughs) Well, because you know what? I don't feel comfortable if I were just to rock a sports bra. That's number one. Like, I don't feel like my body... I don't even rock just a Sports bra. Skinks. Yeah. <laughs> so I just, for me, I just go and I wear my leggings, you know, with a, a sports bra and a t-shirt because that's what I'm comfortable in. You know, when I'm doing crunches, I don't want people to see my rolls going on. So <laughs> that's I what s- the high-waisted are for. Yeah, it's true. And I just say, just wear whatever you're comfortable with. You know, as long as you're comfortable, you can get a good workout and you're not self-conscious. If you're self-conscious, you're worried about people looking at you, you're not going to get a good workout because then here you are pretending to look good, you know, for people. And I find a lot of people working out they're not really paying attention to you anyway so whatever you're comfortable in if you want to go in a sports bra because you want to show off that body go ahead and if not that's okay too you know wear a t-shirt wear shorts whatever Mm -hmm. I'm looking at you I'm looking at everyone in the gym and I'm looking at how much you're lifting just saying that's one of the reasons I don't go to the gym is I have nothing to wear and I'm not willing to spend a ton of money on clothes that I'm just gonna sweat like a hog in you know, at home, I can wear my Walmart cut-off sweatpants and <laughs> the, the old tank top with dinner plate painted nipples from <laughs> the time that I accidentally leaned against the wall while I was painting, and now it looks like I have massive green nipples when I'm working out. Ooh, that sounds Sexy. hot. Yeah, yeah. Speaking <laughs> of fashion faux pas, yeah, how are we even related? Yeah, just be thankful I don't go to the gym with you. Yeah, no kidding. Haven't I even offered you a million workout clothes? Yeah, again, that are too small and just <laughs> highlight the problem areas. <laughs> All your hand-me-downs do is just make me feel bad about myself. (laughs) I don't cheap out when it comes to workout clothes because I don't want to flash my thong to the rest of the gym whilst I'm lunging in front of their faces. Yeah, I want them to last. And so obviously, you know, coming back to quality versus quantity, let's talk about for those of us who are on a budget and they still want to be fashionable, whether it's at the gym or not. Can you give us some fashion tips? Like how can we look stylish without breaking the bank? My number one rule, shop the sales. So no matter what it is you're looking for, there are always going to be sales. Like what you do, go on Facebook Marketplace or any of those sites. You can always buy stuff that people are getting rid of. Sometimes they're very new. Sign up for the emails. A lot of stores will give you discounts and uh, through your emails. So I always look out for that. And yeah, just shop the sales. And if you, you know, you find something that you like and it's not on sale, wait a few weeks and it'll most likely be on sale in a few weeks. I do love online shopping. You have to be careful though, um, just with sizing. If you're going to 
order from online, I always say go a size up, depending on what it is, just because it's always easier to take something in. But I mean, if you don't want to do online shopping, that's okay. Just sign up for the emails when you get your coupon, you go into the store, and then you ask for what you want. So actually, this reminds me of uh, an online shopping horrible experience I've I've suffered a couple of times. Natalie, can we talk about camel toe for a second yes, here? Yes, yes, um, yes. Otherwise known as um, moose knuckle. <laughs> Had, hadn't heard that one. Yeah, no, it's a good for one. For the man, yeah. Yeah. It's a moose knuckle. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, that makes, moose knuckle. Yeah. <laughs> it's for the man. That makes yeah. much more sense. That's when a guy sits and it just, you know, is tight moose there. <laughs> yeah. One of the trainers I worked with was saying... He finds it attractive if a woman has camel toe at the gym. No. But I don't find moose knuckle attractive. (laughs) I definitely do not find moose knuckle attractive. I don't think anybody finds moose knuckle attractive. (laughs) How about you, listeners? Let us know. Camel toe versus camel toe. Yeah. Which Which one turns you on? I don't know if anybody else has ever fallen victim to purchasing gym pants online because you saw some Instagram fitness chick make them look insanely hot. Uh, I'm looking at you, gym shark and celestial bodies, which I, of course, got suckered into buying both of these labels. And I will be totally honest, guys. I do not have big meat flaps. For God's sakes. Well, you're my sister. Surely your crotch looks similar to mine. And if it does, lucky you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm not sure it works that way, but I just really hope dad's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> Nevertheless, both Gymshark and Celestial Body's leggings created quite the little deer hoof between my legs. Do you have any tips for how we can prevent camel toe? I have yes. one. Wear denim. <laughs> I do not have this problem in jeans. Or maybe it's my lack of big meat flaps. Yeah, that's probably the lack of. <laughs> well, number one, do not go commando. Um, I always I know, go commando. I know people love to wear no underwear, but um, that's a great way to give yourself a camel toe for yeah, sure. But, yeah, but the thong in the gym pants when you're working out, you know, you don't want that chafing action. Here's How my about tip for real you? underwear? I don't want to see underwear line. Here's a tip for you. You know what you do? You take a panty liner and you stick it where the crotch is. And that panty liner will protect your camel toe from showing. Yeah. I have heard that. Now, this works on jeans too. You don't have to wear it with just leggings. A lot of times, you know, people want to go commando or maybe their underwear is thin. That's another thing. Don't wear thin underwear. If you tend to have a camel toe all the time, (laughs) wear, you know, underwear with a thicker fabric. That helps as well. Or, like I said, take a panty liner, put the sticky part, and just stick it like right on your pants. No one's going to notice you have one there and it will protect you from showing you know what else I find I have a pair of leggings um, they're like a gray color but then right in the middle of the crotch going down there's like a black thread that they sew going down and even <laughs> though I don't have a camel toe it looks like I have a camel toe so be careful of dark threads on light fabrics in the crotch area mm-hmm. yeah. I also have a couple of those yeah while we're we're on the topic of crotches 
I know some of us, not me, I, I'll go grocery shopping with huge sweat marks on my ass. But uh, for those who are super embarrassed about having giant sweat marks on their armpits or up the ass crack of their leggings, uh, are there any tips that you have to prevent this other than what we covered on the Sweatisode podcast, which we did a couple months ago, which you probably uh, didn't do your research, Natalie, and listen to every episode we've ever released leading up to this one, but... Uh, what are some of your tips? Can I you wish... wear panty liners in your armpits? Or... Actually, that is a tip I was going to tell you. So really? unless it's a tank top, of course. Oh, now, yeah. if you're wearing, you know, a t-shirt. That would be a little weird. Yeah, yeah you can yeah. definitely stick a thin panty liner, sticky up. side on the fabric. Yeah. And it'll actually absorb all the sweat that, I mean, you know, if you're if you're shy about that, right? Um, you can always wear looser clothes because obviously tighter clothes will, you know, stick and absorb all that sweat. Um, you know, reapplying your deal. I know a lot of people hate to do that just because it, it could leave like a yellow stain if you apply too much. So just be kind of careful. we're vegans, all of our deodorants suck. Uh, maybe baby powder. <laughs> there you go. That's another good one. If you just dab some baby powder, that's kind of, it'll help a little bit. But okay. it depends on how much you sweat, really. I mean, if you're at the gym, it's expected. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can always wear darker colors. That helps as well to hide mm-hmm. some of those stains. Um, and also, if you're going to the gym, you want to buy some gym clothes that are, you know, made out with a fabric that's, you know, like cotton or linen or rayon, something that's breathable, because that'll be helpful. So spandex is not a breathable fabric. Why are so many gym clothes made of spandex then? Yeah, you you would think, right? Because it stretches right. and it's easy to move in, but that doesn't say it absorbs sweat really well, you know? Speaking of past episodes, we recently did one all about color therapy and discussed how certain colors can affect our mood and our energy levels. So I would love to know your thoughts on... I know you mentioned black is is a slimming color and white apparently makes us look fatter, duly (laughs) noted. Um, But are there certain colors you recommend for us to look more toned or if anyone is wanting, you know, to create the illusion of more jacked other than white and black, maybe some patterns or textures? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people... They like to look more tanned, especially in the fitness world, right? Like when you compete and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So obviously, you know, anything bright like aquas and, you know, reds and stuff really look nice against the tan skin. Yeah. So I would say wear, you know, bright colors. Don't be shy of the patterns. Um, And yeah, definitely white is number one. It's just white with patterns is always nice on everybody. For guys, you know, a lot of them, they can wear like a nice quality undershirt too. Like that always kind of makes your body look a little bit more fitted under a fitted t-shirt oh, okay. yeah so then that way you look kind of toned and i love i love spanks spanks is good for the ladies yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i mean if you're working out i don't even think you need that like you don't need no spanks. no no but yeah no in terms of color just like i said anything bright um will look good against a tan colored skin i mean now if you're not tanned you know um then you're and you're pale then i would also refrain from maybe wearing white and red oh (laughs) yes yeah all right i have a question about uh proper care for workout clothes i once read that the best way to get stank and sweat out of your sports bras and workout clothes is to soak them in vinegar and baking soda before you wash them But I wondered if that would degrade my very expensive Lululemons faster. And it also sounds like a lot of work. 
not to mention, I don't really want to smell like vinegar, uh, <laughs> especially while I already have a sweaty ass crack, Mark. Um, <laughs> that might take away from my, my hotness. Um, any tips on how to keep your expensive gym gear in optimal shape and smelling fresh as a daisy for many years to come? That method with the vinegar uh, and baking soda, it does work, but you don't need to put a lot and you don't need to soak your stuff in it. Um, what I suggest is if you are going to use vinegar, when you're about to put it in the wash before you start the cycle, you just put like a quarter cup of vinegar in there. Um, into the wash with yep, everything? into the wash with oh. all your gym stuff. And you know what? Vodka works too. So oh, okay. if you want to take a shot and pour the rest into your machine, you can absolutely <laughs> do that. Um, I wouldn't soak it just because that would make the smell stay a little longer. Now, also, don't keep your gym clothes for like a week, you know, in your gym bag before you wash it. I say if you can, just pop it in the sink with some warm water, a little bit of detergent, and just kind of give it a quick rinse and then just hang it to dry. And also to keep your um, gear inside out will help it from being damaged. So I know like a lot of people, they throw things in the wash, especially sports bras. Um, I would just do that by hand in the bathtub, fill it up halfway, toss all your bras in there with a little bit of detergent, let it sit for like five minutes and then just quickly rinse and hang it up to dry. Mm -hmm. That way you don't ruin them. Um, Ain't nobody got time for that. (laughs) Well, you know, if you got time to go gym, spend five minutes, it'll actually smell really great. (laughs) It will smell really great and you don't have to worry about the stains. Speaking of gym clothes, Natalie, do you think it is a fashion faux pas to wear gym clothes 24-7? It's easy for me to just stay in gym clothes because I never really know if and when my workout will be that day. So I'm wondering, do you have any fashion or style tips on how can I rock my gym clothes but still look cute and like I'm not necessarily about to work out? And don't worry, I'm totally not one of those chicks who wears my Lulus with heels. But I do think that I can pull off a pair of leggings with like a comfy pair of little booties or something. No? What do you think? I don't think it's a fashion faux pas. Um, I mean, on my weekends when I'm not working, I love to put on my Lulus and a t-shirt and a hoodie. Like that's just my attire all the time. But I find what shoes you wear is really important. Mm -hmm. So like I wear, you know, my attire and I'll put on my Adidas, you know, and I feel like it's kind of casual versus like I'm going to the gym so you know if you're wearing it with like a running shoe for example then you definitely look like you're going to the gym Mm -hmm. but as you mentioned earlier you like wearing you know crop jean jackets like there's nothing wrong with you know your Lulu's a t-shirt and a jean jacket Yeah, that's much more casual (laughs) it doesn't look like you're going to the gym Um, but you know if you're wearing a hoodie and a t-shirt every time like you might look like you're going to the gym so switch it up wear it with a tank top wear it with a halter or something so those are some pretty awesome tips and good advice so thank you natalie really appreciate that how can our listeners follow you reach you and maybe they can harass you for some uh, personal style advice as well yeah for sure i'm always available so you guys can find me on facebook and instagram on under natalie so that's with a y Uh, so natalie vu fashion and uh, you can search me on Instagram and Facebook. And I think I'm the only one that should be on there. It should be pretty easy to find me. All right. And that's all one word, Natalie Vu Fashion on Instagram. Yep. And Facebook. Yep. Cool. And we will have links to Natalie's social media on the show notes for this episode. So uh, thank you so much, Natalie. And Sarah, are you ready to read our iTunes review of the week? Ready as I'm always forced to. <laughs> Damn right you are. Well, this week is actually a short one, and uh, unlike Bobby Frankenstein from the other week, this 
week's reviewer is very complimentary of both of us for once. Mm, well, in that case, I would be delighted to read it. <laughs> I thought you might. It is called Hilarious and Helpful by the Doc Martin. And Sarah, you were actually, this is kind of ironic that we're doing a fashion podcast and his name is the Doc Martin because you were the queen of rocking the first ever non-leather Doc Martens way back in the day. Like this was like back in the 90s. Well, actually, that's not completely true. Um, my Doc Martens were leather. That was before I went vegetarian. But but then I ordered what I loved even more, which were a combat boot from Vegetarian Shoes and even nicer than Doc Martens. Okay. Cool story, bro. Read the review already. Take it away from the Doc Martin hilarious and helpful. Listener feedback. The Shorty Sisters are awesome. They are hilarious, and their podcast gives great life advice, even if you are not a vegan hippie meathead. Plus, they both have nice booties. And did you notice that Doc Martin spelt booties with a T, as in boots? And we're totally talking about boots, and his name is the Doc Martin. <laughs> Get it? I guess nobody else finds that uh, as funny as I do. So uh, I guess on that note, what song are we singing to conclude the fashion fitness podcast, Sari? I am going with an 80s fave, Sharp Dressed Man by ZZ Top. Excellent. Let's do it. Bow, bow, now. Bow, now, down, down, now. Bow, bow, now. Bow, now, down, now. Clean shirt. New shoes. I don't know where I'm going to. Silk suit. Black tie. I don't need a reason why I. They come running just as fast as they can. Cause every girl's crazy about a sharp dressed man. Oh yeah. All right, that's it for this week, everybody. Thank you so much. Have a great week, and we will be back real soon with something else totally random. Shorky Sisters out.